So we're back after championship weekend in the NFL, and that can only mean one thing. We have Josh Schultz with us, and he's here to talk about hockey. Oh, it's going to be a long night. The, the all-star break <laughs> is fast approaching, and you're a Devils fan. Nico Heischer is the representative for New Jersey. Deservedly. Had, yeah, right? Yes, deserves it. And uh, so what, 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 what do you think of the season so far, just as, as a whole? Not even okay. just Devils, just everything as a whole. Everything. Okay. Also, lift up the microphone. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. let's exclude the Devils for a second. I've actually liked the season outside of the Devils. That's a big outside of the Devils. But you think about McDavid has almost eighty points in forty nine games. Oh. <laughs> Why couldn't that have been the how draft does, lottery? How does won? that happen though? But how does that even happen? Like, because the man is John Carlson projected as a defenseman. I mean, but you say that eighty points in however many games for McDavid. Somewhere Wayne Gretzky just sitting back laughing, knowing he had two hundred points in eighty games. Okay. Yes. Imagine Ovechkin ripping one timers from the circle on goal from back then. When butterfly didn't exist. Yeah, exactly. Yes. yes, that would be Alex Ovechkin would have ninety five. He's gonna goals be the, he's gonna be the goal leader as it is. Yeah, all time. Could, Imagine it back then. Double it. Double yeah. it. Um, no, but. John Carlson might be the first defenseman in all three decades to hit 100 points, which <laughs> is incredible. Um, and he's 30. He's 30 years old, and now he's hitting his peak, which doesn't happen. Um, no. <laughs> so that's, that's been cool. That's been exciting. Yeah, in case you were curious, uh, Connor McDavid has 76 points oh. through, <laughs> through 49 games. Oh. That is absolutely ridiculous. And somehow and, he's still a minus two. And Dreisaitl's right behind him, like one point. Well, it's because every goal he has, or and vice versa, they, yeah. they assist on each other. Yeah. Well, I, I wish. I, and then James Neal somehow has like 15 goals, 20 Real goals. Deal. Real deal James Neal, baby. That's what, they, that's what they were going for. And this year has been interesting with coaches as well. Like it seems Everybody's like been fired. Your team could be good, and you're getting fired. I'm still. I still don't understand the whole Gallant thing. I don't. Like three we talked point, about it three earlier. Points three points out of first place from first place. There's right now a four-way, three-way tie for second place in the division, and they're part of that. So why are you why are you firing your coach? I get. I get. Uh, do you know who the owner is? What down in Vegas? Yeah. I don't know his name. I, I know. I know what the hell he looks yeah, like. I just don't know his name. Ownership. It basically, it was like every year we expect to be a Stanley Cup contender, which I get. You're in first place. <laughs> I get, but like, I, yeah, you just put a. I sat through John Hines. <laughs> you sat through John Hines, um, Sutter, and all them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember them too. Oh man, but yeah, the Devils. It's just so uh. outside. Of, I, I think the answer to this question is easy. Like, which coaching firing surprised you the most? And you're gonna say Gerard Gallant. Yeah. Besides that. Which other one just was like, really? He got fired. Um, I guess Laviolette. I see why, because they've been underperforming. Yeah. And, I, and I get the A lot of that's been goaltending. Poor yes. goaltending this yeah. year. So, but it's just because he's been so good to them for so for yeah. however many years he's been with them. So, I, I guess that kind of shocked me. Like the... What about Babcock, uh, Babcock up in uh, Toronto? After, this was something that was rumored for a while. They after, said after the season. After everything started to come out, no. Not surprised by it at all. But and you know him at and, first. At first, you're like, "Oh my god!" You know him and Kyle Dubas just yeah. had different philosophies yeah. too on how to run the damn team. Well, I mean, yeah, you have you have Babcock out there like, "Oh, Marner, you're a rookie. Let's uh, let's have you rat on some of the players." Yeah, that's a great philosophy. List, list them from uh, most hardworking <laughs> to least hardworking. <laughs> and I'm not going to tell anybody. Don't worry. He tells the whole team. <laughs> like, really? That's just such a douchey thing to that do. That is uh, that's old style. That's that's insanely <laughs> old style. That's Babcock, but yeah, now he's not in the league, so it makes sense. Yeah. Well, not yet. I mean, Babcock could come back. Devils are going to hire him. <laughs> don't say that. So, out of all these firings, you know, Peter Laviolette, Stanley Cup winning coach. Mac Babcock, Stanley Cup winning coach. Gerard Gallant, been in the Stanley Cup. But somehow, Blashill in Detroit, they've won 12 games, and they haven't fucking fired him yet. It's because it's on purpose, you fool. They're they could plug anyone in there. I'm pretty sure they'd still lose. It's fine. What? I mean, Eisenman's I, I, just like, I'm going to let them ride it out. Hopefully I get Lafreniere next draft. And then if he doesn't win, I don't know, they don't get like 70 points or something, and they're not a huge improvement, he's probably done. He'll probably be done after like 15 games next season if he isn't let go by the end of the season. But they haven't done anything. I could see Eisenman having that mentality bring back somebody yes. like that he played with. Yes. Like, I don't know. Lindstrom, <laughs> like I don't know who would be willing to coach, but I don't. Is Darren Helm still playing? <sighs> I forgot about him. Yeah, that's that's just who I'm. I'm just he's thinking like, of names. He's like forty. Yeah. What if they brought Nick Cronwall? What if they brought two to it? Oh Jesus! 
just bring some muscle in for no reason. Oh. So uh, there's also a new franchise coming, the 32nd Seattle? NHL franchise in Seattle, and they're you they're know saying, they're gonna be up for one of these coaches. Yeah, they're saying Gallant's probably gonna end up there. Which I mean, Darren Helm listen, is 33. He's, he's played done 49 it. games this season. He has six goals, six. Whoa, assists. whoa, 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 whoa! Excuse me, say that again. What? Darren Helm <laughs> is playing for the Detroit Red Wings. Yes. Still, wow. He has. Is he just getting scratched? No, he's played 49 games. He's played 49 games this season. He has six goals, six assists. This explains what? How much? How old is he? 33. Wow, I thought he was like 500 for some reason. Nope. He's was he the, He was old. there on that 08 team that mm-hmm. won the cup. That's why it just sticks mm-hmm. in my mind that he's so damn old. He must have been a fucking rookie. Him, he, he him yo, like Franz and team. Franz Nielsen, those people. He was an 05 Is Franzen still playing? Because he's had a, round. Is Franzen still playing? Because he's had that bad injury. He's, he's He had like a, it was a shoulder injury. If he's not still playing, he's might be buried in uh, just like IR. long-term IR. <laughs> but... Um, so you would think Gallant would be a good, uh, would be a good, good option in Seattle. Since he's done it before. They have plenty of options. You named them already. So, yeah. and Johan Franzen is still under contract with the Red Wings, but he has not played since fifteen sixteen. There you go. Yeah. Because of concussions. Yeah. I also just want to throw out Darren Helm was on that 08 team. Yeah. But he played seven games. Still, ah, probably still played, probably played a ton in the playoffs. <laughs> oh. Get those playoff numbers. And now he was we'll there talk. in 08-09, Played sixteen games. And that was the year they lost. 9-10 was when he really started playing. Yeah, well. 75 games, 82, 68. Well, For some reason, in 2012-2013, he only played one game. Lockout. Ah, okay. And he must have also been hurt. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> there were 48 games that year. He played one game. And then from there on, he, he started playing. Let, let's let's talk Ovechkin real quick. Oh, uh, I love Alex Ovechkin. That's uh, 692 goals. Ninth on the ultimate. 204 away, mm-hmm. right? Or 202 away. Right, he has 692. He's going to 694. He's 202 away. Okay, from Gretzky, the 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 unreachable number that everybody he's, thought. He's what 31, 32. Tom Holds Ovechkin. I mean, he's coming off. No matter he's what, he's 30. No matter what the fuck his age is, he's coming off back to back games with a hat trick. 34. He's 34. 34. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He was born in 1985. How many goals do he have this year? Tom. 30. Uh, hold on. He's <laughs> got he's got 34 goals so far this year. I mean, it, it's pretty <laughs> safe. It's pretty safe to say he's going to hit at least forty-five this year. Yes, he's going to get to yes. seven hundred goals this year. Yeah. Realistically, what age could he play? Because these Russian players don't die. No, Mm-mm. their bodies. And it's and it's Ovechkin, who's all time. You could say you could say he's going to pull a Pavel Datsyuk and go until he's like ninety. Alex Ovechkin. It still doesn't make sense to me how he scores all these goals on the power play. He does the same fucking thing. And every team knows he's doing the it same fucking matter. thing, and nobody's been able to stop him. No. Since he got in the league. No. They'll, what they'll immediately do, they'll set up the umbrella, they'll go back and forth on one side to open up Ovechkin on the other side, and then they just feed it to him. And then it's a one time. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and, like, Backstrom will just and wait would, for that little lane to be and open. You would, think, you would think, as a team on the penalty kill, you know Ovechkin's going to be right there on the left side waiting for a clapper. Nothing happens. They don't no, switch. Nothing. They don't. They don't even. You could literally. You could pull a man to man on Ovechkin. It's just not gonna. Nothing's so gonna the work. The Devils tried to do with uh, Travis Zajac. They just put him next to Ovechkin and told him to stay there. Yeah. <laughs> that's basically all you can do. Yeah. And that it didn't even work. And I think the only thing I've so seen historical. deter Ovechkin for some reason was Louis Domingue and his glove hand being on that side. Yeah. That that tripped him up, but he still scored in that game. I believe. Yeah. Wasn't that the game he scored in that? Trip yeah. Game? Yeah, so yeah, I, listen, that glove I, hand did nothing. That glove hand, but it still scored the hat trick. Apparently, that was just the first game where somehow they beat them. Yeah, no, I, uh, apparently so, that was uh, Miles Wood pissed him off, so he said, fuck you, I'm scoring a hat trick now. 203 and, goals and at 34 years old. Let's say he plays till like 41, 42. So how many, that's six, seven seasons? Can he do it? So, okay. Whether or not he can do it, I don't if, know, but... He's gonna be the closest. You said he's, you said he's 202. Yeah, 202. He's away. 202. 692. Right? Let's let's cap it. And then let's cap it at 40 years old. Let's say he produces at this rate until he's 40 years old. 40 goals. I don't see that. I I don't either. I don't either. 40. I'm just saying, that's like one of the only ways that he. I does think this. I think 40 goals a season is is plausible until he's 37. For three more three years. Three more years. Three more years. That's 120 more goals. <laughs> and then he. And then he's what? Is he? 82. 82 away. 82 away. 
for another four and then you can you can say he's going until he's 45 you can say he's going until he's 45 so yes that is very plausible so he's got to make yager is what we're saying and we're just saying we're just saying he gets to 40 not that he gets to you know 48 51 year 45 because this is this is this is in in this era this is remarkable i know i know well now here's the real question did they did they end up making goalie pads smaller did they do that yeah but yeah but well, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just wondering because they blew them up, and then there was that huge dip. Yeah. And then they started to kind of shrink them a little bit. It's coming back. They to want more it was. goal scoring. Yeah, I mean the scores, the scores this year have been crazy. Yeah. So it's fun. I mean, yeah, it's exciting. That's what I mentioned. Like all these points, it's great. But um, great thing, actually. Let, let me let me tra- backtrack here. The, the positive for the Devils, so there's no John Hines. So that's he's good. now the head coach of the Nashville Predators. Yeah. What the fuck hey, happened? Hey, I'm I'm fine with that. <laughs> that was one of the more questionable things that I've seen though and I think they're 500 since he's been playing since he's been coaching there which is kind of good for him considering where the fuck they started this year with I John mean, Hines realistically though Nashville should be playing way better than yes. that after you go out yes you get rid of one of your top pairing defensemen you go out so you can get Matthew and, Shane and the fact that you know, Roman Yossi can't carry an entire defense by himself no he can't he's getting a little old is he though he's Isn't still he? young He's their horse. Yeah. Well, they also have Ryan Ellis, who's a midget, but not a midget. He's 29. Yeah. Oh, Yoshi's 29. But it Ryan feels Ellis. like he's been in the league forever. Because he's been in He's been in since he was like 19. I remember him and Weber. Him and Weber. Playing together. And Weber's playing well still, too. Yeah. So that worked out for Montreal. That worked out real well for Montreal. <laughs> See where PK Zubat is now with yeah. like 12 points. Oh, yeah. I mean, fucking, isn't Weber going to the All-Star game this year? Is he? I think so. Oh, my gosh. Like, uh. and then... Former Norris Trophy winning defenseman P.K. Subban, 12 points. <laughs> the, 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 what what uh, happened to P.K. this year? What, what what do you think happened? Is it just the Devils have a curse well, on him? Maybe. Like, all good players he's, just come here to die? He's on the He was on the decline, so there's that. But, but oh still, my gosh. more it, than 12. It also, helps, it also helps make him worse that the Devils are as bad as they are. Yeah. I feel like a lot of it was he's played better since the coaching change. That's true. And I feel I, there was a rumor going around that him and Hall just did not get along at all in the locker room. Hall's more reserved. And yeah. And then uh, PK Subban is not that way. The Devils were expecting so much to change once Hine got fired. Like, oh, the defensive problems just now we're going to be now we're going to be kept the defensive coach. <laughs> like, it's just not all going to fix itself. Also doesn't help when Damon Severson's still on the team. And he scores on mm. his own goal, you know, three, four times. Oh, that was incredible. Dude. <laughs> he tipped in that overtime goal against the Islanders, too. I know. Yeah, he should be the Islanders fucking. <laughs> he also man. set up Jordan Eberle in one of the most beautiful passes Severson's had in his career. And, right on the tape in the slot. <laughs> <laughs> and I know he played devil's advocate when we were texting earlier about, you know, yeah. on, on his side, it's like, He's playing so bad. He's losing interest just, in playing for New Jersey. You have to be losing interest because <laughs> everybody's going to hate you Nobody because wants to you're watch playing you like anyway. garbage. So, it's not even like he's got a likable personality. No. Like, he's just kind of a douchebag. He's just kind of there. Yeah. Actually, no, he's not just kind of there. He's, he's doing everything against It's tough <laughs> against when you put every, every defenseman with him and they all look bad. And you're like, whoa, well, like, well, it's him. Like, Does uh. What's his Corsi? Does, it, does anyone I know have that? no idea, but it can't be fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be good. One of the worst in the league. So let, let's move now. Uh, trade deadline coming up, February 24th. And uh, who's a team that you can see being the most active at the trade deadline? I know teams like Boston have been thrown around. They're apparently very interested in Chris Kreider from New York. And they've been in talks for Tyler Toffoli as well. Well, I hope the Devils are active. Just not the way we're talking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not, not the buyer end. Um, uh, I don't know. I guess because even hasn't Boston been trying to ship Tory Krug before his contract goes out? Yeah. So Boston could be sending Tory Krug out, which maybe the Devils even go for him. I don't know. You'd have to give up like a Paul Mary. Yeah, see, yeah, I saw that slouch in the shoulders. Like, no, but ah. here's the thing, though. He's a left-handed defenseman, and the Devils have none of that. We have none of any defense. No. Like, anything defense, we would, don't have it. Would I, Maybe would I trade Paul Mary? with the wrong hand. Would I trade Paul Mary? <laughs> would <laughs> like, I trade Paul Mary for Tory Krug, meaning it's a left-handed defenseman? Possibly. Possibly. No, it would help. Just knowing we have that number one pick. That would really help. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm going to go through TSN's uh, trade bait list. 
And we'll just go through the top 10 or 15 here. And this is their list they put together. Number one is Chris Kreider with a $4.63 million cap hit and is UFA after the season. What's a team that you see could really be a, a fit for? Well, you mentioned Boston. Yeah. That's, that's his whole month. Well, he played in Boston College. He's been in that area his entire life. And he's just he's like that kind of personality. He's just grit and grind. Let me crash net and hurt every He's a playoff type of guy. Can. He's yeah. a playoff type of yeah. guy. Do you remember his first season? Is that when, the year he injured Price? When they, when they went, yeah, when they went into the playoffs. It was his, no, his first like playoff opportunity. Yeah, Price got right hurt and oh my god, came right out of came right Toskinen? out of college and just started hurting everybody. Toskinen was his name or something. I he came in you. and he just couldn't do anything. I couldn't, couldn't stop Marty St. Louis and the Rangers. If any, if anyone's, if if any team is a fit for Chris Crowder, it would be Boston. Uh, number two on the list uh, from the Kings, Alec Martinez, left-handed <clears> defenseman. <throat> Uh, 32 games this year, he has seven points, $4 million cap hit with a year remaining after this. What's his cap hit? Four. Four. He's getting old. Yeah, 32. Now he is two-time Stanley Cup, Cup champion. Yeah, he scored <laughs> that game-winning goal in game five against the Rangers there. But, oh, what a what a goal that was. That was yeah. a great, that was a great right day for us. That was a great day for us. But, no, uh, I couldn't even tell you because I don't know who's looking for a 32-year-old on the decline. I, like, I know with you a year use, left, you know. And, and I know you could you could say, oh, defensemen can fetch a lot. Yeah, you, defensemen can fetch a lot. But when you're 32 and you have a four million dollar cap hit, unless you're taking, unless a team is, unless the Kings the are accepting like half for his contract, they're retaining half of his salary. I don't know if they can get even get rid of him. What, what's what's it saying? He's like a possible destination. Uh, there are no possible destinations listed. For any of these players, okay, but I, I haven't even heard Alex Marti- Alec Martinez in a long time around. Yeah, you know, it's always been he had those great couple of years where he was like, the, "That's it." Could he win the Norris? Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, there yeah, was a Carlson a or a Drew Doughty. Yes, but the market just isn't huge for a player like that. No, not a seven-point defenseman at four mil. Yeah. <laughs> so number three on the list is an old friend of ours, Ilya Kovalchuk, up in Montreal. His cap hit was five Wait. mil. On the trade deadline? Yeah. Really? If Montreal sells. Right now, they're out of a playoff spot. But he's doing well for them. Talked about it before. I understand. That could be even more of a reason to get rid of him. $700,000 cap hit. UFA That's it, season. though. That's yeah. great. Yeah. That's another reason. There you go. That, oh, that, that works so well for Montreal right now. Because if he's producing as he as it's he all, It's all doing, reward, no risk. Yeah. Because they got him at 700000 which is absurd. Um, and he's producing the way... The Kings hoped he would, but oh, who's in who's in need of him? I, I feel like another like I feel like the uh, not the LA Kings, the Boston Bruins just willing to add anybody that gives some Do kind of depth. You think the story. Bruins would take an Ilya Kovalchuk? They apparently they were in on him when he first came back. Hmm. They were in on him in free agency this year, but it's just never worked out for some reason. Maybe a crazy destination would be Vegas. Because be, ownership's like they fired Gallant because of the fact that he wasn't, a, you know, they weren't top they of the need, division. And they're up against the cap, so they need someone cheap if they want to add yes. any kind of firepower. And right uh, now, Montreal currently sits eight points out of a playoff spot. No, nine points out of a playoff spot. Oh, they've fallen. They were earlier in the season. They were right yeah, around there. Yeah, they had a tough stretch where they just kept losing. Oh yeah, I forgot about and that. And teams like Florida yeah. have two games in hand on them. They're yeah. nine points ahead. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, we, we, uh, we sent them into a downward spiral that they did not recover from. Poor you Carey beat them Price. twice, yeah. <laughs> Poor Carey Price. Yeah. Uh, next, next on the list, and this is probably one of the most intriguing ones because this comes out of Ottawa. JG Peugeot. I actually love him. Uh, he's got uh, thirty-one points in, and he's twenty-seven years old. He's three point one million dollars. He's a UFA after this year. You said he's twenty-seven. Yeah. Oh, and he's UFA. Oh, it's that contract year. Oh. Contract here in Ottawa where they don't pay anybody. Where they tried would, to get the deal done any, for Stone and it didn't work. Any team, yeah, any team that is looking to make that push is going to go for him. It doesn't matter what any team. Like a Florida maybe? Yeah, anybody that can hold Afford that cap. Them. I don't know who, who can hold that cap. Like Vegas can't. Can Florida hold that cap? I'd, they'd probably have to give up something in return. They have a lot of money tied up in Bobrovsky, Strawman. That's true. That Strawman deal was... Interesting that they gave him. How much did they give him? Five, Ooh. six. Ooh. Like it was just 
It's not much, the it's not the type of contract you give Anton. And how much are they paying uh, Jonathan Huberdeau and uh, Barkov? I'll pull it out right now. Two of the most underrated players in the league, by the way. Jonathan Huberdeau is going to the All Star game. Yeah, two of the most and underrated players in the league. How is Barkov so. not going to the, the All Star game? Huberdeau leads their team in points. What? Huberdeau leads their team in points. I know, but Barkov. Well, they only like, take one from each team. Bar- so that's, that's shit. So Unless you like like in a huge market, Huberdeau is getting five point nine. Which is good. Uh, Anton Strom is getting five point five. Oh. Yeah. Because okay, and they currently have um, two hundred thousand dollars in cap room. Okay, so so you need to you need to give away a contract, and they don't want to move like a Noel Achari, who's been lighting it up this year for him. What about like a Brett Connolly? Maybe they move. No, they can't move Trocheck. Vetrano. How much is he? Two five, and then they you can, can do that. Then you can play the money game a they bit with call ups yeah. and send downs. They can do that. Is Boyle still on their team? How much are they paying him? Yeah, Brian, nine hundred forty thousand dollars. Oh, okay, they're not paying him. Yeah, he's yeah. not. You can't expect him to be making that much. Uh, no, I really. An interesting him. one thrown around uh, out of New York, Alexander uh, Georgiev. Goalie? Yeah, because they I really that was their guy. They really have faith in Shosturkin the being there. Oh no! The, oh, Shosturkin's yeah, 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 the yeah, prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Georgiev's yeah. just the placeholder for the prince <laughs> to come. Now I've heard uh, Toronto throw it around in this one. Is Freddie Anderson not doing well this season? Just doing all right? Yeah, just doing all right. A lot of that can be is they have absolutely no defense. That too. But they do have so many assets that Toronto could give so many things for him. I think Kapanen is out there. Nylander might be out there. Nylander, but his cap hit is... Ridiculous. Yeah. Is it eight? Probably. It's probably like an eight by eight, or it's probably like a seven by six, something like that. That was the holdout that didn't work. Yep. Well, it didn't work for Toronto. Well, I mean, hey, yeah. Mitch Warner seems cheers, to work. Cheers to his agent. Honestly. <laughs> I think it's his dad. Is it actually? Yeah. <laughs> Dang. And his brother's in uh, Chicago now. Yeah. So I, they, they don't want to carry three goalies well, in New York. No. That's the thing. And they really have faith in Shosturkin. I would. He's the most promising goaltending prospect in the entire league. Really? Yes. Okay. Who who's who's higher? I don't know. Maybe yeah. a uh Elvis. No. Spencer Knight? Primo? Spencer Knight's a good point. What about Caden Primo? I don't think he's I don't think he's I think he's good. I think he's gonna be a good goaltender, but I don't think he's It's gonna be so tough to follow Price up there. Yeah. It's gonna be so tough because yeah. they're not gonna want to get the way, at all. What was with them putting Primo in for a debut against the Lightning? Yeah, it doesn't work. Or no, no, it was the Avalanche. Sorry, the Avalanche. They did, the Rangers did the same thing with Shesterkin, and what? he won. Primo well, didn't win. Yeah, there you go. And there you go. <laughs> uh, number six on this list is Tyler Toffoli. Just one of those players who seems to be way too good for the organization he's in. And uh, they're just trying to sell off anything of value. He's got he's a UFA after this year. He's got a $4.6 million cap hit, though. How many points does he have? Uh, 27 and 49 games played. And Georgiev, by the way, has a 9-1-3 save percentage this year. Goals against 306. Uh, Tafoli's I, I heard Buffalo thrown around, but that was way earlier when uh, they were still in like a contending position. I mean, they still technically are. Yeah, but they're not, though. They're, they're not. Buffalo. They're you know not. It. Jack Eichel is going to break his fucking back carrying that team. I feel like he stays within the Western Conference because I don't know how many buyers are really going to come out of the East, especially at a 4.6, you know? Who, but then again, who is in contention that needs and can afford that? I mean, what's at that Calgary point, at that point, like? everyone's buying into Kovalchuk. Then, well, yeah, it's just because of the money that's yeah. attached to him. Now, the, the best part about all these players who are UFAs after this year is the team that's trading them can eat money, mm-hmm. and that maximizes your return. We see it with the Devils; they're eating half the Taylor Hall's contract. And uh, UFA could be interesting for the Calgary's Devils. Calgary's got one point nine in cap space. 1.9? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1.9. Yeah. And you said to fully 4.3? Yeah. Mm. So there need to be some There would be some salary and, retention. Yeah. There would be salary retention. The Islanders, maybe the Islanders with 5.5 in cap? Oh, my god. Yeah. How I heard. They? I hear they're going to make a big round hole this summer. That would be their... Nah, it would be their replacement it's, for... It's tough, though, when you're still Tavares. paying Andrew Ladd and... and Andrew Ladd's players like that. Who else? Who else? Andrew Lazar played. He played half the year in Bridgeport. Oh my gosh! Did, no, I was now thinking. what? What could the Islanders theoretically give up? 
Not much. They're at wit's end with Josh Hosang. He's... To be fair, though, he... Maybe maybe a team like Columbus who currently possesses a wild card spot. Columbus has wow. 6.1. Really Colorado has 6.7. Yeah, but they're you, you know they're also gunning for like a haul or something. They're not gonna they're not gonna put that money they towards the full. They had their shot at haul. They didn't take. Them. Yeah, yeah, but they're gunning for a haul. But it might get to the point where they don't have that. They got to make a move. Yeah, yeah. Because everybody else around them is making a move, which is the Ooh. maybe a Pajot for Pajot to Colorado. That would be scary. <laughs> yeah, right. That would be scary. Colorado has so much scoring as is. Seven, you don't need more than Ranton and McKinnon as a duo. No. And there's a shot that they could have Bowen Byron for the playoffs. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. Number seven on this list is uh, left-handed defenseman out of Philadelphia, Shane Gossesbear. I love him. 12 points in 40 games. No, he hasn't been playing well this year. $4.5 million cap. He's got three years left. I love him. Um, I would love for the Devils to go after him. I don't care. They need defense. It would cost way too much in division. Mm. I, I feel like this is the type of player that you're not going to see traded at the deadline. He's going to be a draft trade or an offseason trade where two struggling players would just get traded. I I think it's a I think it's a system thing for Gus. And I'm I'm biased because he went to Union too. So number eight, right-handed defenseman, four point nine million dollar cap hit. 22 points in 44 games, Sammy Votnin. UFA after this year. I want the Devils I would, to resign him. I'm open, I'm open to the Devils trading. Anybody that isn't Heesher or Hughes. Even Blackwood. I would, say, I would put Blackwood in Blackwood. that. Blackwood. Okay, yeah, actually. You're open to them? I was excluding goalies, but. You're open to them uh, trading Coleman? Yeah. The That's the one playing. I would trade. Yeah. Ah, he's so good, He though. could fetch a lot. He's cheap. He could fetch a lot. That's an enticing contract. Right now, he's our entire team. He's cheap. He's having his yeah. career year. What if? What if it like turns into like a? <clears throat> I don't want to say Louis Erickson because he doesn't have that kind of stature. But what if he <laughs> just like falls off? He's twenty eight. Yeah. What if he falls off next year and the Devils get like you know, a first is iffy. A, maybe a team like you know a Colorado will only give him a first for a Blake Coleman because he's got a year left after this year. A first though. I, th- I, I think when Colorado's... the teams around you are making moves, it just puts pressure on. Ah, uh, I know. Colorado might be too smart to bite for that, though. I want to give us Byron for Hall. <laughs> okay, we were way too optimistic about that oh, at yeah. any point. That and then uh, they went on like like a seven game losing streak. It's like, oh wow, you probably should give us Byron for Hall. <laughs> no, um, yeah. If the Devils can get anything. Anything useful out of Vaughn, I'd I'd be happy. Right hand defenseman. Anyway. There's not many in this league. No, but you mentioned it earlier. A lot of people would take him at the deadline. It's, yeah. Now, would the Devils have to eat cap? Probably if they want to maximize their return. You know, you just eat half of it. You can only that's do that fine. so many times, though. That's the thing. You only do it twice, and they've already done it once. But maybe a team like maybe a not Tampa doesn't need defense. Uh a Winnipeg. Because they don't have Bufflin right now? They don't have anybody right now, man. That's true. Oh, my gosh. Do they, they don't have Myers anymore, do they? Is he somewhere else? Yeah, he's in Vancouver. Oh, wow. That would explain why Vancouver is doing so well. Uh, Tyler Myers ain't doing that good this year, though. That's the thing. No, but they have they have a lot of defense in general. Um, so maybe, you know, Winnipeg, you know. <laughs> they don't have anyone helping Hellebuck up front, yeah. No. And Hellebuck's, Hellebuck's having a very good year for them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, Winnipeg. Who else? Who else does not have defense? Minnesota. Minnesota doesn't. But is Minnesota in contention? Um, right now, they currently sit seven points out, and Vegas has that second wild card spot. Winnipeg's currently three points out. Okay. Oh, I mean, Edmonton. Maybe Columbus. Columbus could work too. Would they take Vaughn though? I don't know. Because <laughs> I feel like they're more geared to wanting players who are going to stay long term. <clears throat> that brings up the next guy, Andres Antonesio, out in Detroit, RFA after this year, and he's got uh he's got 19 points in 36 games. I feel like he's at wit's end with what's going on in Detroit. It's because it's Detroit. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I didn't realize how bad Detroit's uh, goal differential was. Was it like minus 100? Minus 88. Even that. Yeah, that's the Devils are second worst, and the Devils have what minus 47. Minus 47. Yeah, that's how bad that is. So, I mean, it could be worse. Anthony C is an interesting one. He's a solid player. He is, and he's got value because contract control after this year. Yeah. 
He's currently sitting at three mil, but that's not really. I mean, I guess Detroit could eat if a team pressed up against the cap wanted to, but that would maximize the return. He's. If there's anybody, if there's any team that's like gonna press that, like there's a reasonable amount of cap there, like cap space. If they have a reasonable amount of cap space, they should they could go all in on him because I think he's a very solid addition to any team. He's fast. Yes, he real fast. Yes. And then the tenth one on this list is not a player; it's the Carolina Hurricanes' first round pick. Now the Carolina Hurricanes are very—they're in a good position. They're a weird team. Yes, to me, I actually like them a lot because it always seems like, no matter how good they are, they're always looking to add. They just got Justin Williams, mm-hmm. who returned after being retired for half the year. <laughs> they're trying, always great. When they're it trying to move Jake Gardner, and this is coming right after Dougie Hamilton fractured his leg. They're still looking so they're to, trade to trade their Jake Gardner, but apparently it's not going well because they're asking for too much. Well, if they're they're willing to trade their first round because it's not going to have that much value in this draft, it's going to be. Well, they're right now sitting in the first wild card spot. I think they're going to rise in that honestly. They're well, they're right. only they're tough only division. Two points know, behind the team. Islanders, though. Tough. To, yeah, the Islanders are starting to slide. Mm-hmm. Islanders are. They they did really well in the beginning of the season, getting that 15 game stretch where they got a point at least every game. At least one point in every game, and now they've just kind of been falling off. The and past also, a little bit they've they're twenty nine, fifteen, and five, which isn't bad. But the Carolina Hurricanes have been improving. I feel like towards the back half of the season, and and they're super young still. Yeah. So there's that, but also if you're them and you're just kind of sitting right around, right around the wild card slash having that spot that isn't a wild card. The draft pick isn't going to mean that much to you, especially when you have that no. young of a team. So, like, I can I understand why they they could just throw that around. They could throw that pick around and they could get something out of it. I mean, um, this is the team that is in such a give weird it to the position Devils. after they win. <laughs> after after you know they go to the the conference final, it's they're making like moves toward the future. They're mm-hmm. not trying to build for right now. They they acquire Marlowe, gain the pick. It's great and all that. And they've been they've the been doing really well. Well, do you remember? Do you remember? I think it was even a year ago that there was speculation that the owner wanted to sell the team. Yeah, a year ago. It's also the same guy that bought uh, the AF. The AF. Mm-hmm. Tom then Dundon. fucking folded like two days later. <laughs> All right, yeah, so, so we're gonna, we're gonna come off the trade a little bit, and uh, we're gonna go to upcoming free agents for this season, uh, and then after that, we'll talk a little bit about the playoff picture, and then we'll go into other sports because yes. we do other sports. Yes. Yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna list just some free agents. Tell me what you see a very suitable landing spot for you. I I uh, Alex Petrangelo. Ooh. Free agent after this year, making six point five. This year, okay. got forty points in forty nine games. I know. I know. He's he's thirty right now. Yes. He's not signing with the Devils. He's not signing with the Devils. Oh. <laughs> Don't get your hopes up. <laughs> Don't get your hopes up. Um. He's if I'm him, I'm just going wherever the best money is. Or I mean, he's he's won a cup. But yeah, he's got his cup already. So he's he got can his chase cup. the money. Chase the money, and I mean, Ottawa. yeah, you could say you could, Ottawa's looking better, which is kind of scary because the Devils are just kind of yeah <laughs> dying. Yeah. Okay, what about uh, Braden Holpe? Ooh, I think they're I think they're ready to move on to Samsonov down there. Which is fair because Samsonov's good, and he Devils? right now he's a, he's got a three oh nine and an eight. 89% save percentage. Yeah, which isn't very impressive. Making 6.1, 33 years old. Who's really in need of a goaltender right now? San Jose. Mm, yeah. San Jose. They And I think they feel like they're a piece away. They, which they're not. They are, though. I, I think they're piece left. I think it was Joe Pavelski. That's fair. <laughs> like, That's fair. <laughs> It's yeah. tough when you let your captain you walk, him. and they, they had him. to choose Eric Carlson. An injury riddled at Eric Carlson, and which is a shame. I love Joe him. Pavelski, and they chose Carlson. Yep, and they and they gave Carlson eleven million a year. Yeah, which I love him, but it, no. Arizona making six mil. Taylor Hall, forty points, forty six games. You think he's going to resign there? No, no, no shot. shot, no fucking way. Okay. If yeah, they win the th- cup, even if that happens, yeah. I feel like so he, then, I feel like they win the cup. It's gonna be more reason for him to leave because so, he has more money. So then yeah. you're looking at you're looking at Colorado, who's Calgary, Calgary, St. Louis. That's home for him. I know St. Louis. Even Ed- he might have gone back to Edmonton. Edmonton's yeah. iffy to me. Just I know, the money but still, situation, I don't know if it's gonna work. Our Ryan Nugent Hopkins also a free agent. Devils go all in on him. I hope. 
<laughs> God, I love Nugent Hopkins. He's I so do too. I, if, if Edmonton's smart, they resign him though. They keep him. But they Edmonton don't worry has about Hall. Never been smart. That's very true. Oh, Peter Shirelli's not running that. That's so. true. That's true. <laughs> That's all you need. <laughs> That's gone. all you need to turn your franchise around. He's going to be the next general manager. And then the last one, wrapping up here, a player you like, Mike Hoffman. Down in Florida. 38 points, 48 games. I know you got that spot in you for Hoffman. I, d- I do. He has such an elite shot. I do. I do have a I do have He's a spot 30. In there. Uh, I don't know if the Devils go for him, though. I think I think he's going to want to stay in Florida. If I'm him, I'm going to stay in Florida. You kidding me? Oh, yeah. Florida's on the upswing. They're on the upswing. He's 30. He is going to. Realistically, they'll probably give him a little bit of a boost, but there's no income tax. People forget That's that. That's a big one. Yeah, people that forget huge. that. That is huge. Definitely. It's either there or Nashville if you're if you're if you're just looking for money. But no, <laughs> Devils aren't going to go for him. I don't see the Devils making a lot of big moves no. this this off season. Oh, I think shit, it's going to be the same thing next year, yeah. huh? Fuck. Yeah. No, I just I'm just saying because like we're right now in turmoil with no GM, no head coach. I think that's where most of the moves are going to be. Guess if, what? If anybody, should, if we're not close to anything though, if, that's understand. the problem. If the Devils can hope for anything to happen, it's that Tory Krug stays with Boston until the end of the season, and then they go out all out on Tory Krug. That's my opinion. All right, let's move to uh, the award races real quick. Uh, McDavid. Okay. <laughs> for for the heart for. He's currently leading the Art Ross. He's got 76 points. Uh, what about Calder, rookie of the year? McCarr? McCarr. McCarr. Unless Hughes starts to just absolutely dominate for the rest of the season, it's McCarr. And now, it's not close. What about the Norris? Car- Carlson? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, like, yeah. Some of these races aren't close. That's no. the thing. Carlson's not close right now. Vesna. It would take it would take an injury for Carlson to not win. But what about the Vesna? Ben, ben Bishop. Yeah. Ben Bishop, and I don't think that's close, really. No love for Vasilevsky or Vasilevsky had a tough start. He, yeah, tough start, but second place might be Darcy Kempner. He's hurt right now, isn't he? I think so. They it's, lost both their goalies like in yeah. the two weeks that Hall got there. Yeah. Um, I think it's just Ben Bishop. I think it's maybe Tuka Rask, maybe. Yeah. But I still think it's. Oh nah, man, Tuka Rask is falling off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's at, I, I say that every year to myself, and then it never happens. <laughs> Out of, so, out of the current, hope, if you can say it enough, he has, it'll he has what a nine two seven right now. The same no thing idea. as Ben Bishop. He's ridiculous. Except Ben Bishop has like eight more games played than everybody. So because they don't want to start Hudobin down there. I don't blame him. Yeah. And Ben Bishop's Hudobin's not good. Six five, just an absolute beast. Out of the eight teams in the West: St. Louis, Colorado, Dallas, Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary, Arizona, and Vegas that currently possess a playoff spot. Which one of those eight could you really see falling out, and who could you see replacing them? I don't want to say Vancouver. But Vancouver currently sits atop the Pacific Division. That, well, I know, I know, I'm aware of that, but it's also with games in hand. Oh, they have games in hand. Not on I'm Edmonton, gonna... but on Calgary, Arizona, and Vegas. Okay, yeah, okay, they never have mind. Three games in hand on Vegas. Yeah. Let Jesus. me let me let me get a quick look at this. Let yeah, me get a quick look at this. Take a peep. I mean, if anybody, if anybody is falling Calgary. out, I could see Calgary falling out. I could see. I could see Chicago. Taken if Dallas starts really? to you fall. See if Dallas them? falls or Arizona falls, I can see Chicago. Yeah, I'm not going to count out Patrick Kane and them. That's they got to start fair. to ride Leonard more. They do because he's better than Corey Crawford. Are they just alternating? Yeah, that's a mistake. But Crawford's getting the majority of. You the just play. need to throw it on Crawford's glove hand. And it's going in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean Chicago the can make put it. Put up seven against them. That's all you got to say. Winnipeg. <sighs> I kind of kind of want to see Arizona not make it now because they got all. I'd love to, but they're gonna win that damn fucking lottery, and then we're not gonna have their first. Yeah, that's true. Actually, let them stay. Let unless, them stay. Unless you know, listen, they suck next year. They suck too, and we have a lottery pick next year too. I mean, realistically, realistically, if Buffalo comes back, Winnipeg's making the jump. If he if he comes back, it's questionable because I don't know. He's I don't know how fresh he's going to be. He's just such a force. You know, Justin Williams took him two weeks to even get back in game action. That's true. Dustin Bufflin, not only is he coming off. Has he not been training at all? I mean, he was injured. He had the surgery. He had the surgery the team told him not to get, and he got anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and he just didn't report. Okay. Now, if he comes back, there's a whole problem with their salary cap, and they're going to be out on anybody because right much? now they don't have to pay Bufflin. Right now they're not paying him because he's not showing yeah, up. That's true. Now, if they made a trade and then he showed up, that that poses some problems. 
Because then you have to start playing with money. Let me let me ride Nashville. They're they're three games. They're five games like five games in hand against Vegas. Six points behind them. Yeah. Yeah. You let them start to figure it out. Nashville's it's tough in. to figure it out with John Hines, your head coach. Yeah, John Hines. That's, that's, that that's very true. That is very true. All right, in, in the East now, we got Washington, Pittsburgh, the Islanders, uh, Boston, Tampa, Florida, Carolina, and Columbus currently possessing playoff spots. Which one of those eight can you see falling out? Toronto flopping with Columbus is my most visible one. It's just because Toronto has that much star power. Since since they fired Mike Babcock, they were in 10th place when they fired Mike Babcock. They've won 16 games, like 16, 7, and 3. Mm-hmm. They're still in 10th place since then. I know. They haven't moved. I know. Um, I'd like to say Buffalo, but they're too far back. Yeah, I, I think the I, w- I would love to see Jack Eichel actually get some, some get something playoff. done. Yeah, some playoff time. The Isles, you think I, the Isles I, are gonna fly fly out? I say switch yeah. Carolina yeah. and the Isles. You think so that's put, it? So put, let the, the Isles so just put the Islanders in the wild card. Well, I think Carolina's gonna rise. Yeah, and I think Car- uh, the two points uh, Carolina's two points behind. Mm. Yeah. So move Carolina. I could see Florida. They have no goaltending in Florida. Bobrovsky is not playing well. No. They're just outscoring everybody. Which is kind of hilarious. Right? After the game, what, 10 mil? 8 mil? Something crazy. Something no goalie should realistically be I think Toronto should be in. Maybe. I think Toronto should be in. Yeah, I I would. should. I would take out Columbus or maybe, I don't know. It might come down to a spot between the Islanders and Columbus. And I'm going to be real with you. That's a lot closer than it looks. I know. Especially when they play each other four times a year. Oh. You know? <laughs> the thing is, so yeah, Islanders have a game in hand, and they're three points ahead. I, do, I just don't – I know it's a lot closer than it looks, but I just don't know if Columbus is good enough to keep that spot. If talent wins out, they Toronto's taking They have, they have taking one that. game left against each other March 30th. That could be a huge game because of the time of the season. And I, I think it's hilarious. Flyers are going to be one spot out. They're not going to make it. They're going to be one spot out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is great. Which is great. Um, Enjoy your mid first round draft pick. Yeah. Well, we. Uh, I, I do. I do want the Rangers to rise a little bit so they don't have another one of those jumps from nine to two. Um, Dude, that last draft lottery. That's what I mean. I was like, oh. I, was, I really? hope they rise a little bit more, lower those odds. But I couldn't fucking believe fucking Chicago was in it too. The the thing that jumps out to me is Toronto making the playoffs over Columbus. That's it, really. All right, now I have to ask you the last one we got for you. Hockey wise, okay. If you want to stick around with us and talk about other sports as well, I will happily do that. Who is winning the Stanley Cup this year, Josh? Who? What? Who is winning? Tom, what are you saying? You, Capitals. No, you not know, the Capitals. Washington I think, Capitals. I think you have an idea Cup. of who I want to win the Stanley Cup based on how what we've talked about. I think you have an idea. Who do you think we've talked about the most? I'm all in on Colorado, man. I love them. I love them. Before the season, I had my Stanley Cup matchup be Colorado versus Washington, and Colorado wins. I love Colorado. Uh, the only problem I see now at Washington is they don't have the goaltending. I don't have that much faith in Holtby. I don't know what Samsonov is going to do in the playoffs. Boston's now, gonna, another question I have. Boston's going to be Boston. Another question I have with, with Colorado, goaltending. Philip Grubauer. Is he not playing well? Uh, it's just not the type of player I'm putting my eggs in that basket, you know? Now, what if they went out and got, like, a Robin Leonard for the run. If they get Robin Leonard for the run, you can. I will very happily hammer them. I, <laughs> I'm already very on top of Colorado being that team because while they don't have they don't have the duo firepower, and I'm this is this is kind of ridiculous that I'm saying this, but their duo isn't as good as Edmonton's, which is an obvious statement. But that's the second best duo in the league, McKinnon and Rantanen. <sighs> And their team is more well-rounded than Edmonton's is. Grubauer right now is a two-eight-two goals against and a nine-ten save percentage. I will. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Especially when your team can put up as many points as they are. Yes. That's fine. Yes. But the playoffs are a different animal. That's I know. the thing. It gets really tight defensively. So you don't think St. Yeah, Louis but they played makes it. another run. No. I don't. I don't either. It, that doesn't happen twice in a row. I don't either. Now, it's not like last year where they're bottom of the league. They're and then they first. just miracle, a miracle. A miracle yeah. happens and they just start. They're just, in first currently. Yes. Yeah. The team in first place never seems to win. I think I think Vancouver is going to do this year what Calgary did last year and just lose in the first round. 
Um, a lot of teams. Yeah, but that, that I feel like that'd be a lot more disappointing than what Calgary did because Calgary was like, oh my god, this team can win the Stanley yeah, but Cup. Yeah, they played the Avalanche. Yeah, I know. And but, that's, but who right now is saying, oh my god, Vancouver can win the Stanley Cup? No, no one. Nobody. <laughs> it's all fun no games until they that. actually win the Stanley Cup. Um, yeah. I can't. I have I can't no not, faith in Edmonton. I have. I just can't not. No can't faith in Arizona. See, I cannot see the Eastern Conference Final not being Boston Washington somehow. <laughs> just Especially, somehow. You know, I'd like to see Toronto Boston in the Conference Final if somehow. Yeah, but then Toronto's Toronto going to pull gets that, that wild card spot. Toronto's going to pull that three zero lead and then just blow it and then just blow it. NHL voted that the game of the decade. When, when Boston oh, came no. back? Yeah. Were you watching that game too? <laughs> um, Holy shit. Poor, poor James Reimer. <laughs> that was when Toronto was at its worst. Just because it was like they had, fin- they had that year. They had that one. Yeah. It was like their one good year in a while. And then they just blew it. You see he's been shadowing Brandon Shanahan around? Yeah. Up in Toronto? Dion Phaneuf. <laughs> <laughs> what a stud. <laughs> He was a fucking traffic on Dion Phaneuf. He's a pylon. He's a pylon. He's, I think he's, yeah. All right, so that, that's, we can, yeah. we, we just had the conference championship in football, so we got to talk a little bit about this. Uh, Tom, I'm going to ask you to take a microphone so you can give your recap of the conference Whoa. championship weekend. You got it ready? Yes, sir. All right, go ahead. What, what happened in the conference championship? All right, weekend? let's start with the Titans and Chiefs. Titans gave me hope for that, like, you know, quarter. And then they did that thing. I had Titans money You did? Yeah, dead. Titans. The Chiefs did that thing they did last game. They were down in the first and somehow went into the second. Finished the half up. And then from there on, there was, was it wasn't so close. I was so excited. I, I I thought the Titans were gonna win that. It game. was so unfortunate. I was I was uh, rooting for Tannehill. That thinking. Patrick Mahomes run once he got into the end zone. I'm like, yeah. oh okay, no. All right. Yeah. Did, you see, did you see? Did you see that run? He walked. You did. Did you he see that run? The end zone. He he almost fumbled. Yeah, at the end of that run. Mm-hmm. The defense should have gotten him out of bounds. They should have just chased nobody, him out. Nobody, nobody pushed him. No. Instead, he went. He no turned and went right up, and like no one made a tackle. He broke like three tackles. How did they make it that far? Terrible the defense. The defense there. And oh, that, John, nice of you to yeah. join us. Oh yeah, John's not <laughs> dead by the way. Oh hello everyone. Yeah, but no. Terrible defense. You're not like you gotta make the tackle there, not just try and strip the ball there. I don't know. I have no idea what they were trying to do. Like on that you play. gotta. To be fair, they always got the ball out. If they did, we would have been like, oh shit. I mean, he ran. Yeah, but at the same time, I feel like you're letting this guy just run all over you at this point because he he made a lot of big runs in that game. Yeah. Where he was just running for first well, that, downs all that's, the time. That is the danger you take playing the Kansas City Chiefs defense. That is the challenge that the San Francisco 49ers are gonna have. You have to drop, you know, at least seven against that passing offense. Yeah, I know. Patrick Mahomes is going to be open to run. You I was can't sitting spy. there just screaming. You can't spy. You can't blitz. Spy. Come on. You can't spy. You can't blitz. You're going to leave Tyreek Hill, you know, fifty yards behind everybody. You can throw it that far. I mean, it was a twenty-seven yard touchdown run. At one point, he is right here, far away from the sideline. Right and here, my guy. It's a podcast. Let me see. Okay. He's on the five. <laughs> He's on the five. Oh, there it is. Far away from the sideline. Three Titans are in that area. And what does he do? That guy and that guy, people who touch him, can't bring him down. And he just gets by it, and he gets into the that end zone. That looks like Eagles tackling. And then he yeah, have, you seen the, have you seen a Giants game lately? <laughs> <laughs> Worst thing ever. All right, what happened in the other game? All right, Niners-Packers. Raheem Mostert, four touchdowns. Stunning. Rushing. Stunning. Amazing. Like seven teams had him at one point, and they just, like, cut him. That's yeah. hilarious, was, including... Eagles cut him. He was on the Jets. The Eagles, the Jets, I think the Browns had him at one point. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't cut him. Yeah! <laughs> Did something right! <laughs> but, and then, you know, to top it all off, like, I remember hearing at one point, oh, Aaron Rodgers come back? No! Almost, though. But no. He started to. Yeah, but, the but he didn't finish. The second half was all garbage time. I don't really count that as a comeback. Yeah. Like, you, I, it was that's never true. If you really that's thought, true. if yeah. you really garbage thought, time in a conference final though. Yeah, they were in the like they were in the prevent from like yeah halftime on. <laughs> if you yeah. if you really think the Packers had a chance of winning that game, I believe hey, you are wrong. The Packers <laughs> turned over the ball before halftime, and San Francisco just like oh shit, we just had points fall oh. in our lap. <laughs> we weren't pushing or anything. I don't think I've seen. A- conference game a conference championship game like that where it's just nothing absolutely nothing for the Packers just nothing 
It was remember, all you remember, you remember what the Eagles did to the fucking Vikings? Yes. They kicked the shit out of them. Yes. <laughs> and no, to, but that was that was worse. Yeah. Th- this was Aaron Rodgers. The only reason it is has, worse. Has like the only reason it is worse is because the Vikings was Case Keenum. The yes. Packers was Aaron Rodgers. Yes. That's why it's worse. Yeah. Crazy shit is this happened a couple of years ago. The Falcons uh, Packers NFC Championship game. It was the same exact deficit, like twenty four nothing yep. at halftime, and yeah, the team just collapsed. To top this game off. Aaron Rodgers threw like I think a somewhat deep ball or it was a real deep ball and Richard Sherman just picked it off yep, yep. like always because yep, Richard yeah, Sherman yeah, always Richard yeah. Sherman always ends up picking off you want to hear Rogers. I have I have a certain sum up of the championship weekend Sunday yeah. Sunday very early like one in the morning I'm thinking you know what I got this perfect parlay <laughs> can't lose five to win two hundred fifty dollars let me guess it lost not only did it lose I needed the Bruins Titans Packers and New York Islanders. Did the Bruins lose like a full. The Bruins had a three nothing lead and lost to Pittsburgh in regulation. Oh the, yeah, it was the Titans had a seventeen seven lead and lost to KC. The Packers just didn't show up. Yeah. And then the Islanders had a uh, one nothing lead and then a lead in the shootout and still lost. <laughs> so that the perfect parlay. If, if every single leg of a parlay does not hit, you should at least hit your money back. That's what I'm saying! <laughs> yeah, me and Tony have been saying this for a while I now. I mean, come on! Because it's just as unlikely yeah. when every single leg doesn't it hit that, then is, that it is that you hit everything. Like yeah. it's Because then it's like, alright, I got everything wrong, but at least I got my money back. Alright, so we have, a, we have a 49ers Chiefs Super Bowl. I have ordered my jersey declaring who I root for. I have an Anthony Sherman Fullback of the Kansas City Chiefs jersey coming. I am Chiefs all the way. Fuck the Niners. Wow. Yeah. Nick Bosa just out the window. Just, I. Just, why just Nick Bosa? There are other players that I like. Like guy who's check. Give me the fucking big fullback guy. He's the only one I like on the 49ers. You right don't now. know anybody else other than That's Jimmy true. G and Dude. Raheem Mostert now. And I know that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Who? That fucking tight end guy. Yeah. What's yeah. his name? Oh, big tight end guy. Huh. Uh, Hold on. Schultz just said his name. I didn't hear it. <laughs> Kittle. Hey, 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 you whispered it to him. It's his first name. Uh, George. Yeah. Oh, we got Fuck it. you guys. No, and then he's going up against uh, Travis Kelsey. Kels. You knew oh, that guys. name. Yeah. I know Travis Kelsey. He's a good guy. Right. Did you see the fucking <laughs> Mahomes? Um, who was it? Uh... Dude so with good ridiculously good hair. Hold on. Uh, Palomalu. Did you see that commercial? Yes. The head and shoulders that commercial's commercial? commercial's not new. No, it's but not. I saw that for the first time in the fucking division game <laughs> when the Titans were playing the the Chiefs and I died. I, okay. I just started crying. All right, thank you for that expert analysis. <laughs> you really, so I mean, really had everybody on the edge of their seat there. I mean, my analysis so, much better. It was good, though, wasn't it? It was a good commercial. I feel like the Super Bowl is going to follow the same template as the other two Chiefs playoff games. No no, well, yeah, that. And, you know, Ridiculously high San Fran jumps out to a lead, and the Chiefs go, wait, what? I forgot we were playing. Yeah. I'm going to put up 24 quick points I don't, in three minutes. I don't think that's really fair. Of course you don't. Cause you're for San the Fran. Niners have the best defense going into this game. In the league. And they, the okay. Niners' defense is better than the Titans, and it's better than the Ravens. Oh, wait. They played the Texans. My bad. The Texans. It's on me. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, there's no way the Niners, if they jump out to a lead, that their defense blows this. They have the best defense. They're well-disciplined, they're well-trained, and they can be prepared for this, especially when you look at the last two playoff games. They're probably looking at it right now saying, these two teams just blew the lead. we got to look out for that. There is no way in hell your team can just be ready for Patrick Mahomes. I saw Patrick Mahomes roll out right on his own 35. Rolls out right... <laughs> Looks left and just flings it, crosses body downfield, hits Sammy Watkins on the six. And I'm like, how the hell did he make that throw? There's no other quarterback right now where I'm looking going, how the hell did he make that throw? Niners are fucked, man. I'm just saying. Jimmy G threw eight passes. Okay, but that's different. That's not his play calling. Although you know Jimmy Garoppolo can sling that ball. Maybe not like Mahomes, but overall that offense can easily keep up with Mahomes' offense. I just really hope it's... What makes you say that? Are you kidding? Are you? Have you seen all the offensive weapons they have? I know the Chiefs have some, but the Niners have some too. Okay, name one. Name one. We'll go back and forth. Name one the Niners have. George Kittle. Uh, Travis Kelsey. Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay, Patrick Mahomes. Raheem Mostert. Okay, Damian Williams. 
Get the fuck out of here with that. Raheem Mostert really just has one good game. We both know it. That's not true. Yeah, he's a, he's Shut up, Schultz. See, Schultz, gets it. Schultz is on the mic. All right, fine. I'll give, I'll give you whoever you just said, Raheem Mostert, who was okay. their backup going into the last game, but okay. He wasn't, okay. Tevin Coleman started that game. Yeah, he was. Yeah, the, he got Tevin hurt. Col- okay. I know he got hurt, he got, but if he didn't, this could be a whole different. Listen, as a fantasy owner of Mostert, he was the main back. <laughs> John is also getting weeks. it. John gets it. Who else you got? Who else I got? Mm-hmm. Sanders. Oh, okay. Sammy Watkins. Debo Samuel. Have I said Tyreek Hill yet? No. no. Okay, Tyreek Hill. Okay. <laughs> All right, you want to go to defense? Because I got you on defense. You probably got me on defense. Nick Definitely Bosa. has you on defense. Um, Frank Clark. Thank you, John. Nice. <laughs> Richard Sherman. Tyron Matthew. I can't name him. My next one else. is Rashad Breeland. So. <laughs> Who? Rashad Breeland. He sucks. <laughs> That's not. You can't. <laughs> He's just naming people. Schultz, what, what do you think the Super Bowl is going to... Yeah. It's gonna, I mean, you're probably still celebrating the Eagles' victory a couple of years back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really have much of a... I don't really have much of a prediction. I'm, I'm just going to say this. I can't trust a man who puts ketchup on a steak. I just can't. Holmes does that? Yeah. Yes. Oh, man, I picked the cheese. Yes. Though. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. And now you, now cheese. you see. Hold on. Now you Hold see. On. I mean, I bought <laughs> my cheese. Hold on. Red jersey. I now may need to root for Patrick Mahomes. That's because you put ketchup on everything. You put ketchup on your steak, man. Yes. Have What's you never oh, done that? You put ketchup no. on your steak? Yes. <laughs> oh. Try it. That's I've, tough. I've been places where I've eaten steak with you, and you didn't yeah. put ketchup on the steak. Yeah, I know. I only do it sometimes, but it's delicious. <laughs> I do it at home mostly. Because I don't want, you don't, I don't want, you don't want the, uh, that, you don't want that negative connotation. <laughs> oh my god! From the public, but <laughs> here we are. I mean, listen, steak admitted. sauce is good, but when you don't have steak sauce and you're at home and you got ketchup sitting right That's there, that's your substitute. Oh, you're just looking at ketchup, going. I, I would not put anything <laughs> on that. Plus, you put ketchup on uh, mashed potatoes anyway. So, like, come on. Whoa! whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that's I know this is supposed to be a sports podcast, but that was you questionable. You put ketchup on mashed potatoes podcast now. Whoa, whoa, you put ketchup on mashed what's your logic there I oh not, french fries come from potatoes the same thing that's I did not, your logic I did not mean to expose Trish like this I did not mean to expose him like no, this no the best way to have mashed potatoes is you take some ketchup oh, squirt it in the middle of the mashed potatoes <laughs> and then you fold the mashed potatoes over the ketchup How do you fold mix it in a little shut your fucking mouth you use a fork <laughs> you use your fork and you flip it over and it folds in and this, this is gonna be, okay. gonna be the preview for the podcast this is what I'm gonna put on Instagram you talking about that that's what that's gonna be <laughs> 55 minute mark okay yeah right, now I know are you okay you should reevaluate your life no mashed potatoes and ketchup is delicious and I will not apologize okay. for that it's, they're just fries that you mashed up that's all mashed potatoes are but uh go ahead let's, let's backtrack as I said I just I want I want the 49ers to win I don't want I don't want Patrick Mahomes to win. I'm not even being a hater. I just don't. I wanted Mahomes versus Rogers in the worst way because that would have been so much fun. Yeah. Said I got Jimmy G versus Mahomes. Uh, Jimmy Guap. <laughs> Trust in him. No, uh, I, I do think Patrick Mahomes has. His I, game I think quite the Chiefs. Handily. I think the Chiefs are going to win, but I want the 49ers to win. I don't know what the over under is going to be. I don't know what what the over under open up out for the Super Bowl. It's courtesy of DraftKings as usual. I know Chiefs open as favorites at least. I'm yeah, sure I saw one number. and a half point favorites KC. They're the designated home team, too. Not that that means anything, yeah. but... Um, I mean, I feel like it'd be a high-scoring game. What you got? All right, well, it just says... All right, here we go. Uh, they are minus 122 favorites, the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. The over-under is 54, which seems really low. And the uh, it, Kansas City's minus one and a half. John just almost had a fit when you said seems really low. <laughs> Dude, the over has hit in every playoff game Listen, except one. 54 is the exact... Except two. 54 just happens to be the box I picked exactly out of like completely random. Okay, so, well that box don't mean anything. The number 54 literally don't mean anything. John just thinks he's seeing signs. So, no, yeah, the, the over under, the over's hitting every game except one. The only game it hasn't hit was that Seahawks Packer game or Seahawks know, Eagle game. I wholeheartedly believe that the over is going to hit in this game. And oh, I the over hit in Texans you, Bills. You wouldn't need to tell me the number. I'd take the over. I yeah. think <laughs> this game is going to be the exact opposite of what we saw last year, where it was thirteen to fucking three. three. Well, that we was said some it. Bullshit. We said it. We said it last episode. The highest scoring Super Bowl was what, 49-26? Yeah, it's going to be more than I mean, this could just blow past that. I hope the final score is 5-3. I think... You're an asshole. <laughs> <Niners>. <laughs> Robbie Gold gets a 60-yard field goal. 2 nothing. 
<laughs> Nick Bosa gets a sack for like a safety. I, I could have sworn that the highest scoring Super Bowl wasn't that Eagles Pats like just two years ago. Yeah. No, no, like the highest scoring Super Bowl was San Fran San Diego with Steve Young and yeah. Uh, we looked it up the other day. Jerry Rice. It was nineteen ninety-five. Do you know the forty-nine twenty-six? Do you know the quarterback on the Chargers? Garrett Gilbert? No, 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 no. no. That's that guy from the AF. Do you want me to find the name again? Dan Gilbert? Yeah. I don't remember. No, he find was, it again. He lost five straight Super Bowls or something. This guy. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. He was on the Bills. He was on the Bills. During that whole thing where they went to the Super Bowl four years, he was the backup. He wasn't Jim Kelly. Four years in a row, but uh, oh, and if it means anything to you, the uh, NFC are underdogs against the AFC. That doesn't mean jack shit to me. What's the over under in that game? Minus one and a half. No, what's the over under? There's no over under. You know why? Because that game could literally be 59-56. Yeah, I understand, but which would be amazing. The AFC is minus one twenty-five favorites right now. A uh, little other football news. Uh, I'm on the verge of shooting myself. I now have Freddie Kitchens and Jason Garrett on the same coaching staff. That's a tough day. I don't really know what to do. That's a tough day. <laughs> uh, it's going to be really tough seeing Freddie Kitchens' big sweatshirt on the sideline and Jason Garrett clapping right next to him. I'm, yeah. I think I'm having an aneurysm. Yeah. Um, you, want, you want an Adam Gase to complete the trifecta? I guarantee you. I guarantee you if the Jets fired Adam Gase, he'd be an assistant coach for the Giants They're right going now. all in on it. I mean, oh, my God. And then the Giants went, you know what? We need a good defensive coordinator. You know his defense was good this year? Miami's. Let's get their defensive coordinator. <laughs> that was their logic on that for some reason. A uh, little of sports news. Derek Jeter, 99.7% of the Hall of Fame vote. One person didn't vote. That's for Derek an Jeter. asshole. One guy. And then That's the ridiculous. other guy was who? Larry Walker? Yeah. From Colorado. Is yeah. that his name? Shit, Tom, look it up. Tom. I wasn't really paying attention because I – he barely got in. He got seventy six percent. Yeah, I really, I really only focused on the Jeter Big thing. Big stuff. Bonds didn't get in. Larry Walker. Larry Walker. Clemens didn't get in. <laughs> so oh, who was that guy in. that was crying for the football Hall of Fame? Drew, Drew, uh, Drew Pearson. I felt so bad for yeah. him. Yeah, that was awful. That was terrible. He's the only person on that All Decades team that was a seventies All Decades yeah, team. Yeah. That He's on the first team. The entire second team is on. Is in the Hall of Fame. The entire first team outside of him is in the Hall of Fame. He's got one year left of eligibility, which is absurd. And. The reason he was pissed off is because NFL Network was in his house for two hours. Yes. Said, oh, we're going to film reactions, and he didn't get in. That's just awful. Yeah, it's a terrible thing. broke his heart. All right, so we're going to end this episode like we end every episode with some hot takes. Who's got one? Schultz. You're the guest of the show. Give a hot take. In anything? Anything. Any hot take you want. Any? Oh, Oh, God. I really want to say something about Mark Turgeon getting fired by Maryland basketball because I hate that man with a passion. Oh, you you, you go to Maryland? Is that is that yes. what this? Yes. And they give me heart palpitations every time they play away. Um, hottest take I can think of. Give, give me some thought here because I want it to be relevant. I want it to be relevant. Rut- Rutgers has a winning football record next season. Not gonna happen, my guy. Whatever will ever Greg happen. Schiano is the answer. No. Even though he went 500 last time. Maryland football has a winning record next. What season. What was the record this year? Like they started out two zero, right? They started out the over under for wins wasn't it like four. Yeah, four. Yeah, that was bullshit. They I didn't. saw you earlier in the season said overs a lock. Yeah, <laughs> you, they start out two zero. They beat Texas, who was twenty three in the country. They 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 manhandled them as always. But then Texas sucks. Yeah, well, I know, I'm aware of that. But they beat them as always. They do, or they beat Syracuse this year. But regardless, then they go and they play the next game and they manhandle like Howard or something, and they get twenty two in the country. Then they play Temple for the third year straight. And they get smacked by Temple for the third year. Straight. What was the record this year? Three and something. They didn't hit the over on wins. No, because the, 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 the only other team they beat was Rutgers. <laughs> Rutgers is terrible. <laughs> I know. They signed the second best wide receiver in the country, though. So I'm going to say Maryland great. winning season next year. It's not going to happen, but I'll take it. <laughs> Tom, you got one. I got a great hot take. It revolves around basketball. In light of uh, Powell. Maverick Center yeah, towards Achilles. Mark Gasol will be traded there, especially if you know Kristaps Porzingis. Toronto yeah. came out today could be sellers at the deadline. Yeah, which makes no sense to me. They're top of the Atlantic and third in their conference. Yeah. yeah. Counterpoint for my hot take. I don't think Gasol's going to get traded there. I think Drummond. I think the Mavs are going to make that mm. move for him. Saw the Knicks were in talks for him too, Andre Drummond. Luckily, we backed out. I heard of those talks last I heard. But and I would, it's smartly. The it's the Knicks though. So, you know. They can I'm, be right back in. I don't know, man. It's scary shit. All right. Uh, Trish, you got one? Do you want Andre Drummond? Let, no. me, let me parlay some basketball hot takes. Bruno Fernando next year, most improved player. Who the put, hell is Bruno Fernando? Put that, put that, your entire, put your, deed to your house on that. that? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Trish, you got Absolute one? Absolute beast. 
I mean, he just said Bruno Fernandez is going to be the most important player. I have no idea who that is. Neither do I. I'm very upset. I you missed that on live betting the Mavericks when they were down like seven to the Clippers. They were plus 500. The game is now fucking tied in the fourth. They didn't win yet. Do you have a I'm hot a take or not? No. Give me one. Fuck. Uh, Bruno yeah. Fernando's currently averaging 3.9 points a game. He's a beast. And 3.1 rebounds. And How's Shake Milton doing? Somebody look at <laughs> oh, yes! Shake Milton's doing. <laughs> the milkshake minute. We the need to have one. First time. Yeah, Shake Millen stats. Oh, here we go. How's he doing? All right, zero minutes, zero minutes. Oh. Uh, give me one minute. Uh, I need this. I need this. Twelve games. Twelve games this year. Three point nine points. One point three rebounds. That's point better. That's assists. just as good as Bruno Fernando. Read, read his career stats. Yeah, thirty-two games, four point two per game, one point six total rebounds per game, zero point zero six. That's improved. I'll let you sleep. I'll let you sleep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go no, fast asleep. I do have. I do have something that I want to say though. Okay. This is not a hot take. This is not a hot take. I don't know if you remember earlier in the fantasy football year. Jack Osterloff was on the podcast. He was. Yes. And he proclaimed how he was 8-0. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you remember this? Yes, I do. do you this? Okay. Um, last week before playoffs, I needed to beat Jack to make it in, and I needed to blow him out because of points four for like a tiebreaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. tiebreakers. I did that, and then I played him in the playoffs, and I beat him two straight weeks. <laughs> and then, oh, and it gets better, and then I had to play Schaefer in the finals. In the championship, I put up 170 in the second oh, week. Oh, Jesus. 170 and 150. What a what a what a turn we're, of we're gonna have Jack what a on turn right of before the draft. Oh, so we're gonna is, talk is, to him about this that. This is boiling his blood, I can tell oh, you. If he finds out about this, oh, oh. Just right. needed, just so needed to set the record. We want to thank Josh for coming on today, giving us his opinions on the upcoming on the remainder of the hockey season, what's going on. So thank you very much for coming thank on. Thank you for having me. Uh don't miss our episode this Friday. Uh Casey Dale joining us again right yep. before his fight next week at Rough and Rowdy. Great guy. So we'll be talking to him. Uh, listen to us wherever your podcast listen to. SoundCloud is where we're based off of, based out of really, uh, Apple Podcasts and everything. Uh, give us a like on and follow on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and we will see you on Friday for our Casey Dale interview, the second one. Yes. Goodbye, everybody.